Blog Talk Radio. A council on the future of education. Fire, frustration, and discord are burning in every city. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our radio show on the Council on the Future of Education. Uh, this is sort of a, an impromptu radio show. We had some uh, time changes because we're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we are under about a foot of snow. So um, I asked my colleague and friend who's going to be calling in here in a moment, uh, Mr. Kevin Monahan. He and I do the Practical Principles uh, podcast together to call in and uh, chat a little bit about some, uh, well, pretty much anything that you would like to talk about. And we have some things up our sleeves as well, just to have some uh, conversation about snow days, what parents can do during snow days, things like that. Um, if you want to call in, always our guest call-in number is 646-787-1813. Uh, let us know what you do uh, on these impromptu random snow days, teachers, parents, kids alike. Uh it's, it always throws a wrench into things. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's not so good. Uh, but with that being said, hey, happy spring. Uh, nothing's normal anymore. So why should we be surprised that we've got a uh, snowstorm in the middle in the middle of uh, March, looking its way down into April? <laughs> uh, with that being said, it's not always bad. Um, it could give you some uh, extra time. Give you some uh, time to clean the house. Uh, for me, I was working on some observations that I had to write up because I, I did come in to school. Uh, fortunately, I live close enough to school that I could take a sled down here if I had to. Uh, let me take a moment here to uh, introduce to you a colleague of mine. Uh, his name is Mr. Kevin Monahan. He's the middle school principal in the same district where I work. And uh, like I said, we do a lot with practical principals, trying to get parents involved in conversations about education. Kevin, can you hear me okay? Yeah, Rob, I'm on. I'm online. All right, buddy. Well, how you doing? We uh, I just started with the uh, conversation of uh, these ideas of impromptu snow days, and um, I invited <laughs> people who are whoever's listening, if they'd like to join in the call, they're more than welcome to. The guest call in number six four six seven eight seven eighteen thirteen. But with that being said, Kevin, you know, it really does throw a, a wrench into things for teachers, parents, principals, uh, all of us. Um, so, you know, in, in, in that vein, what, what would be some su- suggestions, well, excuse me, what could be some suggestions that we could offer uh, some parents to do on these type of days that all of a sudden they find themselves uh, at home with, with their kids and even a hard time getting them out of the house maybe? Oh, man, Rob. Well, th- well, you figure at your uh, fingertips you have technology, right? So there are things that you can do um, together even online as far as taking virtual field trips, just sitting down, down with your child, spending uh, meaningful uh, time with your child, maybe going through. And I know that that sounds funny as far as um, utilizing technology, you know, to do that. But I think that that is, you know, those are some creative ways to go about uh, you know, spending some quality time and plus, you know, even sharing in some education um, activities. 
Another thing, too, is a lot of, like, hands-on type of uh, practical. Have your child, you know, work with you during the, you know, while they're at home, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, cooking or, you know, even chores around the house and maybe throwing in some uh, games. Like my daughter and I, we used to, you know, like play conversion games. How boring for, uh, for us, right, Rob? You know, <laughs> like I would ask her, you know, we would talk about, you know, the international system of units and, you know, because that's what she was studying at the time. And then we would take, you know, the English uh, equivalent and uh, we would kind of make a game out of it. And, you know, just just those types of little things that here and there that, you know, keeps your child sharp, but it also allows you to engage with your child, you, you know, on a, you know, an intimate level. Right. And, and that's sort of a very positive way to look at. Uh, one of these impromptu snow days. I, I can't tell you how many times I hear parents say they'd love to have time to be able to do stuff with their kids, but you know, with their soccer schedules, hockey schedules, uh, everything going on in the evenings, and then obviously being here and having to work, it is hard to find those times. So when you get these random moments that you know, it's it's practically a blizzard out there. There's probably a lot of people stuck at home, including the uh, working parents who maybe couldn't get out. Take advantage of these times. And, and we also talk a lot about uh, the idea of being that home teacher. Uh, one thing that you mm-hmm. said that, that was interesting was the idea of cooking. Um, you know, my, my boys actually really enjoy cooking, even though I'm terrible at it. My wife's good at it. And um, so whenever something like this happens, we start pulling out, going into the old kitchen, and start cooking things. But you can make that something that's fun and a little academic. Talk about measurement. Measurement's one of the one of the worst things when you look at the PSSA tests and the high stakes testing that we do. It's hard for kids to measure things. So what a great opportunity for them to to, to look at that kind of stuff. Um, not only the math of measurement, but the science of how these ingredients work together and things like that. It's a great opportunity to sort of take advantage of some of these of some of these times. Um, the, the other thing that you mentioned, Kev, that I agree with is the idea of, uh, you know, there's some advantages to having technology on these type of days where you and your kid could sit down and maybe do some things on Khan Academy or Prodigy or No Red Ink or Duolingo where they can be doing fun things but still not losing an entire day of academics. Hey, Kevin, what, do you, what are your thoughts on um, – I, I know there's a lot of schools out there that are creating uh, – snow day academic days where it's sort of a pre-created day for kids. So when we do, you do have days like this, it could count towards a day of instruction. Have you, are you familiar with any of that? Have you heard any of that? Honestly, Rob, I know that uh, some school districts, you know, I've talked with some of the teachers and what they do is um, when they, you know, they already have lessons that they've already, you know, put online for the kids. And, and, and what they do is the teachers make themselves available, you know, via, whether it's uh, instant messenger or whatever, where the student, if they have any questions, they can even ask the teacher, you know, for assistance, you know, between certain hours. So it's not like where we're just assigning some type of, um, you know, an assignment and, you know, the teacher's not, you know, being held accountable, you know, for that time. But they're actually engaging with the children, you know, during that time. There's even some face-to-face, you know, time as well. So I think it's, um, it's only as good as uh, the creativity of the uh, the teacher and the, the lessons that they want to uh, put forth. 
Uh, absolutely. Okay, so this is the uh, Council on the Future of Education radio show, and we're talking with the uh, Practical Principals, which is Kevin Monahan over at uh, the middle school here, and, and I'm here as well, Dr. Rob Furman. Um, we're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll be back in about one minute. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I do the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hello, everyone. This is David Franklin, one of the authors of Can Every School Succeed, inviting all of you to join the Bending Ed movement and pick up a copy of Can Every School Succeed through Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Follow us on Twitter at Can All Succeed, and please join us every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific for Bending Ed Chat. Thank you. All right, and we are back with the Council on the Future of Education radio show. Hey, if you're listening and you want to call in, give us some ideas of what you do on a snow day. Our guest call-in number is 646 787 1813. Kevin, you with us? I'm back, Rob. All right, buddy. Hey, so uh, tell tell me, uh, what do you do on a day like today? Like, we're, we're principals. We're still here. Uh, how was your ride in this morning, by the way? Oh, it took forever. It took me about 50 minutes <laughs> on a typical 25-minute wow. ride in. Yeah, it was a little slick. But um, honestly, Rob, I, I use this uh, time – you know, to really get caught up on some things, you know, you know, trying to be visible in the school and being around the kids and really, you know, trying to engage, you know, you know, both teachers and students, you know, all day long, you know, days like this sometimes is good for us. Like you were talking about, you know, you were doing some observations and, you know, just recording some things. And I think today gives me a time to really catch up, you know, get some paperwork done and, you know, plan out my activities for the next next week. Yeah, that's, so. that's sort of the way I look at it too. Is it's uh, sometimes it's 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 effective to have these kind of days when you can just sort of get caught up on all the managerial stuff that that we have to do all the time. Um, I, I know it's always interesting whenever we're uh, anticipating a, a snowstorm, at least at my house, because we actually get less sleep that night than we do any other night because it feels like we're always in anticipation waiting to see, is the phone going to ring? Is the phone going to ring? Is it going to be a delay? Is it going to be a cancellation? What's going to happen? And it's always funny because my wife is like addicted to these days. So she'll get on and watch the news and like watch every school district as they slowly delay and then start to cancel. And it's always, it's always interesting in our house whenever we get to these type of days. Um, one thing that's, that, that I would like to talk about real briefly is um, the hard decision that it must be to actually make these types of dis, uh, cancellation decisions. Um, it, it's not an easy task. I, I know, I think in our district, the, uh, our, our local police are involved, local firemen mm-hmm. are involved. Um, we, we, there's a couple people that live in the district that get calls just to get suggestions on road conditions um so it's not just the weather it's not just one person 
watching a radio or watching a uh, weather channel and going, okay, let's do it. And it, there's a lot involved because there's a lot at stake. It's not just missing a school day. Uh, matter of fact, my son's uh, dress rehearsal for the musicals tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. And they were supposed to spend some of the day today working on it. So it really throws a wrench into a lot of things. And uh, I tell you what, I, I give those people credit that have to make those type of hard decisions. I agree, Rob. But when you're taking a look at the overall picture about the uh, health, safety, and welfare of the child and even your staff, I mean, I think that, you know, that, you know, is, you know, the main, you know, that is the priority. And I think that's why, you know, like with the superintendents, they have a network and they're, you know, you know, conversing with each other, you know, also planning, you know, I wanted to throw them into the mix as well. So, you know, I really think that there hasn't been any cancellation that we have had that has, you know, not really been needed. Absolutely. There's a, there's a definitely a lot that goes into those decisions and uh, they could be hard ones, but uh, I would personally, if it was me, I would always err on the side of caution because boy, with these, the weather systems, the way they've been now, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, I can't believe it's the middle of March and it's still coming teeming out down there. I'm looking out my window and, we we have to have at least almost how much would you say six to eight inches of snow out there already? Yeah, it's amazing. It hasn't even slowed down at all. Yeah, not even a little bit. So, uh, well, anyways, it's, it's it's always interesting to have to deal with these snow days. Parents, uh, make sure you take care of those uh, those chances with your kids. You know, if it's, if it's a nice type of snow out there, go out there and play a little bit. Give them some exercise. Let them enjoy uh, enjoy some running around a little bit. Uh, so this is the Council on the Future of Education. We have uh, one more promo break, and then we'll be with you in one minute. Childhood hunger is a silent epidemic. One in five school children do not have enough to eat. School lunch programs help feed these kids. But when the school bell rings on Friday, many of these children have nothing to eat. Blessings in a backpack provides two entrees, two breakfasts, and two snacks for children who would otherwise have no food and no hope. Go to blessingsinabackpack.org. We're more connected than ever before. 90% of America's students use some form of social media, but not all of it's used in a good way. Hurtful posts online are leading to social isolation for many. Psychologists say it's bullying in a brand new way. Well, beyond differences in I Keep Safe, we're looking to change that with ideas for students, their parents, and even teachers. Take the pledge to be kind online and learn more at wearekindonline.com. And we're back for the uh, last roundup here on our Council on the Future of Education radio show. Uh, I'm here with Mr. Monahan, Kevin Monahan, a local principal and uh, colleague and dear friend of mine. Uh, not only have we been friends for a lot of years, but we actually play in a rock band together. It's called The District. If you want to check that out, go to the 412district.com. We're an all-teacher rock band, play a lot of cover tunes, have a lot of fun, don't we, Kev? Absolutely, Rob. It's always a good time. Okay, so, hey, hey thank you so much for uh, for listening. And, Kev, thanks for coming on. Uh, hey, thanks for having couple... me, man. I love this. Yeah, well, we're, we could do it often. Um Kevin, give that everybody your uh, Twitter handle so they know how to get a hold of you. 
you know what, you better give that, brother, because I don't have that accessible. I'm changing that up. Oh, uh, okay. Um, if you need to get a hold of us, you can go to at Dr. Furman, at Dr. Furman. Uh, you can go to my website, www.robfurman.com. And most importantly, go to the Council on the Future of Education's website, www.edufuture.us. And uh, there you can also subscribe to get more information on podcasts and um, the radio show. And we have a newsletter that goes out uh, daily, all kinds of good stuff in there, too. And if you would ever be interested in becoming a member of the Council on the Future of Education, uh, feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or on my email address, rob at robferman.com. And uh, we can see right now we are, we are on first-generation membership. Uh, that means it's by invitation only. So if it's something you're interested in, uh, reach out to me, and we can talk more about, about that opportunity as well. Uh, so anyways, take care. Thanks again. And this is the Council on the Future of Education radio show. The Council on the Future of Education. Fires of frustration and discord are burning in every city.